Hello, and welcome back to the Live Revised Podcast. My name is Christy Browning, and I am your host, here to bring you some encouragement, empowerment, and inspiration to help you uncover your passion, your purpose, and possibilities. We are going to be diving into the whole idea of routines and the discipline behind those routines to really help fuel a life that's full of focus, that gives you the fire you're looking for, and the direction that you want to be heading in. So stay tuned. It's a perfect time to be talking about how we put routine in place, even when we aren't in our normal set of circumstances. So let's dive in. So this idea of discipline may not be one that is a natural, heartwarming go-to topic. And you might even be thinking, why is someone who's about inspiration and motivation talking about discipline? Well, let me tell you, discipline's been a part of my life for a long time. My household, when I was growing up as a kid, had a lot of discipline in it. And when we talk about discipline, we're not really talking about punishment or if you've done something wrong and you get disciplined, we're talking about proactive discipline as far as making choices of what happens in your life and what kind of structure you're putting in place, what kinds of decisions go into the setup of your life and from day to day, like what kinds of things do you allow to go on? And so discipline can be applied to your finances. It could be applied to relationships, to a business, to your health and fitness. Uh, It can really be, it should really be applied into all areas of life. And so growing up, I had a very disciplined father. He loved a tight ship. He liked to know that we had a plan, that we knew what was going on, that we had an agenda, and that we kept busy. And I remember having Saturday mornings where I just wanted to like, lay around the house and not do anything. And if we were one of these sleep until noon type of people, most of the time, my dad was like, wake up, let's go, let's make something positive out of the day. And it wasn't that he was being unkind or even being a drill sergeant by any means. He just like embraced the day. And he looked at it as this is a day that we can do a lot with. So let's not waste it. And I began learning at a really young age the importance of being busy, of having a plan, of going forward on a goal, on a dream, on, a, on an idea that you wanted to chase and to make the most out of life that may have come for him, for my dad, from his parents. Uh, my grandpa, from what I know, was a pretty disciplined guy. He kept things pretty straight-laced. Um, my grandmother, who not maybe is so much straight-laced, but is a lot of fun and kind of a free spirit, had this idea of making the most out of life. No matter where she was at, what was her circumstances or what she was facing, she was really and still really is about making the most out of all of her life and the days in her life. And so you take that free spirit, live life to the fullest concept and pair that up with a uh, determined spirit that's going to move ahead and work hard and have a plan and not be loosey-goosey, you get, boom, my dad, who was all about making the most out of every day and having a plan to do it. I can remember lots of conversations in my house between my dad and my mom about, so what's your plan today? And, you know, what are you going to do? And when are we going to do it? And just kind of this chomping at the bit concept. My dad uh, is retired now and he's still one of these people that doesn't sit still. He's always busy and he's always got something, you know, in the fire and he's working and he's got a idea of something he wants to do. And 
He just makes the most of his time. I think I've become like my father. <laughs> I think after all of those years, I have also developed this idea of always working on a project, always having irons in the fire and go, go, go and do, do, do and chase after things. And it's not that I can't relax and enjoy life. It's not that I don't have um, the ability to unplug. It's just that I want to make the most of my time here on earth. And I know that we aren't promised tomorrow. So by golly, I want to make the most out of today. And to do that really comes down to discipline. So let's dive into some things that you may not think about when you think about discipline and how that can be a catalyst for passion and purpose in your life. So the first thing I want to tell you about discipline is that it's really bedded into routines and everybody's talking about morning routines and evening routines. And if you are in a personal development circle at all, read books, listen to podcasts, doing anything on the personal development circuit, you will hear this phrase, my morning routine or my evening routine. That's because studies have shown that some of the most successful people in the world have routines that help them start their day with a proactive approach and end their evening prepping for the next day. Now, you might think of that and go, ugh, I, I just don't want to be locked into a have to. Well, a lot of those people who have those personal routines have them because they're entrepreneurs or they're self-employed. And so someone has to be the boss, someone has to call the shots, and they figured out that their routines can be the quote unquote boss for them if they set them up for success rather than just letting the laziness or procrastination or, oh, I'll get it done later concept that we can all fall into. And even the most productive, successful people have those tendencies. So there's nothing special about them per se, other than the fact that they've recognized that to make the most of their potential and their passions and the purpose, they also have to make the most of their time. And to do that means creating a little discipline and some routines. So if you look at this kind of demographic of people, you'll also recognize that these people are very disciplined about their health and fitness, about their time, about their hobbies, and how they spend their free time. I have fallen into kind of the same mindset. Now, let me just forewarn you that just the basic discipline of routine does not mean you'll be the next um, like Forbes Fortune 500 person or be like Mr. Bezos and own a big massive company like Amazon. Like there's other things that go into the success quotient for that. Otherwise, I would be a bajillionaire because I feel like I work really hard to do the things I want and in with my life, with my time, and yet the million dollar check hasn't arrived. But maybe it's really not about that, right? That's a podcast for another day. So let's just talk about the discipline aspect. So I've fallen into this routine and I really love the concept of a morning routine or an evening routine. But I know that for a lot of people, the thought of that is a little overwhelming because it's the thought of my life is not always the same every day. So how do I create routine when nothing in my life is routine. Maybe you have kids that are still at home and are young. And so, you know, you aren't left with a morning that's just yours. Your morning is shared with maybe getting them ready for school or helping someone get off to work, or maybe you're getting off to work yourself. 
maybe you're homeschooling your kids and that's even more so challenging when it comes to routine. At the time that we're doing this video and recording the podcast, um, we are in the, the middle of the COVID pandemic and all of us are staying at home. Um, schools have closed, employers have closed and we're all working from home and we're all like embracing this new normal. And the thing with routine is what we used to do before this hit is nothing like what's happening right now. And sure, when this all hit, we saw this as a great way to have a little forced upon us vacation where we can sleep in and walk to walk to work <laughs> across the hallway in our PJs and where we didn't have to have the confines of a nine to five. And so we did all the things that you love to do when you're on vacation or have days off. You sleep in, you binge Netflix, um, you eat your meals at any time of the day, and those can consist of anything that you want. Um, it's late night ice cream runs uh, to the grocery store and, you know, all the things that are indulgent, especially when you're on vacation. But really, that only fulfills for so long. And after so many days, all of us in my household were craving some sort of routine. We may not have articulated it using the word discipline or routine, but we were looking for something to kind of create some structure in our day. Because uh, we get to the point where you don't even know what day it is. You kind of lose track of time. Your sleep pattern gets all out of whack because you're not going to bed to get up to go to work. So all those things start to kick in. And so we're all craving a little something normal, aka routine and discipline. So when that's not given to you, whether you're in a situation like we are right now, where we're all at home due to this pandemic, or your life in and of itself doesn't come with a natural routine built in, you have to create it for yourself. And that's when the discipline piece comes to the biggest forefront because it's really up to you to create the routine and then enforce the routine. And I've had lots of people ask me about my own routine. And I have to be honest, one of the things that I think makes my routine in life somewhat successful is the fact that it changes. And as life changes for us and as things look different in the Browning household, my routine then adjusts as well. So obviously right now it's adjusted a lot because we're all here. And when we come into summertime season and my stepson's home from school, that routine looks different than it may look during the school year. It also looks different based on if it's a weekend, if it's a work day, if there's travel, if we're on vacation, uh, it all changes. And I think one of the things that will help us embrace the idea of disciplined routines is the fact that they can change. They don't have to be set in stone and be like this forever. It's just for the season that you're in or the foreseeable future that you're in. So let's talk about a routine situation for me in a normal setting when we're not all stuck at home for this COVID crisis. Well, typically my husband gets up for work at about 4.30 in the morning and I get up with him. It's an early morning, but I kind of like it because he's out the door at about 5.15, 5.30. And then from 5.30 to 6 is kind of like my 45 minutes, half an hour of quiet time. And I used to use that time to do some like Bible study and reading and journaling, but now I've taken that time and put that into kind of a morning meditation routine where I stretch and I kind of get into a meditation space and it's more prayer than meditation, but it's just a quiet way for my mind to kind of put itself in check before the day starts. 
And then I try to get in to my home office and work in the morning, starting at seven and kind of work all through the day until about three, when everyone comes home from work and school. And then we have family time, have dinner. And then in the evening, my evening part of my routine is where I do my Bible study, my journaling, um, prayer, reading, that kind of thing. So obviously now that we're all home, that looks totally different. And so I'm not getting those, uh, that hour in the morning jump start. I'm really not waking up until seven. So I'm definitely not getting into the office to work at seven. So that just means the day kind of shifts a little bit later. And because we're not getting up so early in the morning, I can stay up later at night, which means I just kind of shift some things that would normally be done in the morning into the evening. And that is the magic. It's the shifting part of it. But the discipline part is making yourself still do it. As a business owner and as an entrepreneur, no one makes me come in and do this content or create these videos or write a book or create a talk for an event I'm speaking at. It really comes down to me having to do it. And that's the discipline part is the, the inside of me that says, okay, Christy, you've got to get to work. And while everyone else is checked out right now, no school, no work. I still have to work. I still have to show up and do this stuff. And so it'd be easy to just sit back and binge all the things on Hulu or Netflix, but there's still a part of me that's like the discipline means I still have to get into the office every day and do this amount of work, work for these many hours and create this amount of productivity. That's the discipline part. What that looks like, the quote unquote routine, is what changes and can be flexible and adapt according to the circumstances we're working in. So that brings me to the next thing is that whole time management agenda thing and deciding for yourself, really, what does that need to look like for you? One of the questions I had to ask myself was, when am I best creative? When am I best at uh, content? to do videos, to speak, when am I at my prime? And in the day when I'm in my prime is usually in the morning. It's when my brain is more inspired. It's more motivated. I can be clearer thought. And it's usually when I can create my best stuff. So I tend to take those hours and I want to do this kind of stuff during the morning hours. By the time it comes four or five o'clock in the evening, I am already done for the day. My brain is shut down, my creativity is used up, and you're not gonna get the best product from me if you expect videos or live conference calls or some grand uh, insight and wisdom to come later in the evening. In fact, I've done a couple of Facebook Live events in my Facebook group at seven o'clock at night, and it's just not the same. <laughs> I'm just very low energy and very low key because it's just not my prime of the day. I'm okay showing up then, but it's just not going to be quite as high energy as I would be at 7 a.m. versus 7 p.m. So you kind of have to know yourself. When is it that you are at your peak performance? When is, when is the prime day for you? And that's where you kind of want to start because those are the hours or that's the time of the day that you really want to show up with your best discipline and your best part of your routine. So if reading and studying and creating is better for you in the evening, then you try to adjust as much as you can to allow for that stuff in the evening. If you are midday, then it's midday. For some people, I know that 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. is like a really prime time for them. And you better believe they're really cranking out stuff during those couple hours. 
But for me, it's at 7 a.m. to about noon. And I am just like on all cylinders. It's just a natural rhythm for me. And so that time management piece and knowing kind of my prime hours helps set the routines for me, helps set kind of this morning routine and evening routine concept. My husband even knows this about me because when we sit down to like pay bills or have money conversations, he knows it's usually not best for me if I'm doing that after dinner. <laughs> I'm just not engaged and I'm kind of cranky and it's just not my high time of the day. So we are much better off grabbing a cup of coffee and doing it in the morning. The other thing that's really helpful when it comes to routines and discipline is to have a set intention, meaning for that day, what is your intention? What is the results you want to see from that day? And a lot of us kind of look at goals as far as a monthly goal, maybe a quarterly or even a yearly goal. But all of those things kind of break down and trickle down into your day-to-day -day activity. I've done lots of goal conversations and podcasts and videos and even created a digital course on goal setting because I am a big fan of it. But the thing I will tell you that makes or breaks a goal is the day-to-day -day activity you invest into reaching that goal. And so if you don't create a disciplined routine to allow for you to have some intention and some planning and some carving out for goal work, you'll never actually make the goal. Because life is busy and our time gets filled up whether we plan for it to be filled up or not. You were busy two years ago, you're going to be busy two years from now. And even while we're in this pandemic shut-in type of time, we're still filling our hours with something. The moments on the clock, the, the minutes and the seconds, they still tick by, whether you're being productive with those minutes or seconds or you're not. Either way, the time is still going to pass. The sun is still going to set and the sun is still going to rise. And what you do between those two matters and you are the one that sets the intention for it. So deciding on this day and this day alone, what is my intention? What is my result that I want to get out of this day? It's as if you were taking an orange and you squeeze the juice out of it. You would expect to get orange juice. And when you squeezed that piece of fruit, the intention was to get the juice. And so you have to go into your day with the same concept that I am, in fact, going to squeeze the fruit for all it's worth, and I'm going to drain as much juice as I can from the day. Now, the other part of that is the fact that you can't squeeze an orange by only pushing on one side of it. It requires both sides to be squeezed. If you try to squeeze just one side, you're not going to get very much of anything out of it. But it's when you apply pressure on both sides that you get the best production of the juice, right? So here's the, the two sides of the orange squeeze analogy. One is your intention, your focus, your result, what it is that you're going to get, and having that in your mindset. The other side of that squeeze is creating the time to do it and the steps you're going to take in that time. So it's the action and the intention when pushed together creates the fruit or extracts the juice from the day and it makes it be the best and the most that you can get out of your hours so if you're looking at your calendar and tomorrow you you realize that there's a lot going on and you really don't have a lot of free time that means intention tells you that the little bit of free time you do have you are going to make the most out of it and the action part of it is what you do in that time 
when I talk to women, especially about goal setting and reaching goals and really living a life of focus and of planned intention, we talk a lot about this calendar piece and everyone is kind of tied up in this concept of time management. And let me tell you, there's really no magic in time management. It's about the mindset of time management. And when it comes to goals and reaching goals and working on goals, you have to create the time to do the work. The action steps that you need to take not only need to be identified, but then you identify the time that you're gonna do those action steps so that then you can move forward to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Remember, to squeeze that fruit, we push on both sides. Intention and action, they go together. Fourth thing I wanna tell you about is the ending of your day, the discipline and routine that can really make the most for your day. As far as ending your day, the best thing you can do is end with an attitude of gratitude. And you've heard me talk about this a lot. It's one of these things I'll probably be talking about until I go in the ground. And that is the importance of gratitude. And not just ho-hum, thankful that I have a family and a house and a job or whatever it might be on your uh, Thanksgiving day grateful list. All of those things are great and wonderful and you should still be grateful for those things. But there's something very powerful about looking at the last day that you just lived and saying on this day, I am specifically grateful for these things. And I really tried to make myself identify three things in that 24 hour period that I'm specifically grateful for. Some days are really hard to come up with three things, but it makes me sit back and kind of replay my day and say, oh yeah, that was really great. I'm really grateful for that. Sometimes I can come up with five things. Some days are really big wins and some days not so much, but when you can stop and make yourself look back and find those things that you're grateful for, it immediately changes your mindset to one, focus on the good. And that's a discipline in all of itself. But also too, it helps you go to bed with a happy, fulfilled heart that even though the day may have felt mundane, or maybe it didn't always go according to plan, you're focusing and choosing to focus on the good and on what went right. You and I both know that we can find plenty of things to complain about and plenty of things that didn't go right. And sometimes we can have 20 hours of really amazing things, but maybe one hour of bad thing. And that's all we focus on is the one hour, right? So this is a mindset shift to get yourself not focused on the one hour of bad stuff, but to get yourself focused on the 20 hours of good stuff. And that's really the process here is that gratitude part takes the mind shift, mindset shift and moves it around to focusing on what's good. Which brings me to, well, that follows into the next day. So two things that I do in the evening. One is that gratitude piece. And sometimes I'm journaling that in my journal. Most times that's what I'm trying to do. Sometimes before I go to bed at night, I'm just laying in bed and I'm like ticking through the things. If nothing else, I'm at least letting my mind focus on that gratitude piece. But then the other part of my nightly routine that has made such a difference in this whole concept of intention and action and discipline, and that is to plan the next day. So we just talked about thinking about the time that you're going to give to actions and goals and moving forward. We've talked about deciding what results you want out of the day. We've talked about the disciplines for your morning routine and even your evening routine and the prime hours of your day when you know you can show up at your best. 
all of those pieces fit so nicely in the evening in preparation for the next day. That means that you now know what is going to happen in your day. You're going to plan for that. You're going to calendar that. You're going to block out tasks and you're going to identify those results. Now, some of you are already saying, Christy, my day never goes according to plan. And you're right. It usually doesn't, but we're going to have high intention to make the most of the day. And so that means we're going to plan a little bit in the evening and we're going to set those intentions out on paper or on our calendar so that we know how to go after them when our feet hit the ground the next day. But the other part of that is we're going to have low attachment to exactly how that's going to come about because life does happen and we don't always have things go according to plan and things come up that we didn't anticipate. But it's a whole lot easier to adjust your play from one side of the field to the other and to zig when you need to zag and zag when you need to zig when you know what the play is. Now, I'm not a huge sports person, but let's just take this into the sports analogy. I live in Indiana, so we're going to go with the Colts on a football field. And when the Colts are playing a football game, they have a plan that they're going to play this kind of a plan, and they're going to throw the ball to this player, and this player is going to run in this route to hopefully score a touchdown or if nothing else, get a first down, right? That's the plan. But of course, as soon as the ball leaves the hands and it starts to be um, thrown across to that player, all of the defensemen are running at that quarterback, right? And they're trying to do all that they can to upset the plan of the Colts so that the route they wanted to run and the thing they wanted to execute is not going to happen. However, the quarterback and all the other players know that while this was the intention was for us to go here, go here, go here, we know that these people on the other team are upsetting our plan and we're just going to go to a little more to the left or a little more to the right, or maybe we rush forward or maybe we hang back and they adjust the plan accordingly based on real time what's happening there on the field. We have to be the same way in our lives because those defensemen are like all the circumstances in our life that come up that we don't always plan for. A kid gets sick, you all of a sudden now have to stay home from work. Um, you know, the things that you thought were gonna happen didn't come out exactly the way you had hoped or had planned for. So you adjust. That doesn't mean that you give up the game or that you lay down the ball and you exit the field. It just means that you go about the same goal the same intention, the same result, but you may have to adjust the play a little bit along the way. That mentality has served me so well because I'm a natural planner and I naturally want to lay all the things out and know that one plus one will always equal two. And if I do that every single day, this is where I will end up. But life never functions that way. And so that part of me tends to freak out and have a lot of anxiety over the fact that I can't always plan or foresee the future. But when I realize that my mindset is focused on intention, on action, on moving forward, on being disciplined and making the most of the time that I have, then it allows for me to adjust when life gives me its hiccups. When it doesn't go according to plan, it doesn't mean that I give up doesn't mean that I stop moving ahead or that I just throw out all of my plans or all of my goals or give up on all of my purposes. It just means that I may have to do it a little differently. I may have to go about it a little differently. 
But I promise you that if you continue to show up every day with intention, with planned action, and a discipline to put that plan in action the night before, to sprinkle in some gratitude, and to also realize that you set your intentions, you set your time, then I promise you, you're going to have progress. You're going to have forward motion. It may not always be in gigantic steps, but even the littlest inch forward is what gets you ahead. My husband and I were just having this conversation uh, the other day as far as moving fast or moving slow. And he said, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I read the story, the tortoise in the hare, the tortoise always wins. And sometimes it's that step by step by step process. While it's not fancy and it's not glamorous and it's not flashy, it is what gets you to the finish line eventually. Your headstrong determination to make the most out of every day and to find the intention and actions you need to take to be disciplined in the activity that you create and the way you spend your time, that is where you're going to win the battle. That is where you're going to find over the course of a year, over the course of several years, that your life is significant. It has impact, that you're able to have a purpose and to see how that works for you and the people around you as you live it out. One last little tip I'll give you on this is to journal about this very topic. Try some things out and see what works for you and write when this was a win, when it didn't work out so well, and what is the area of frustration or the pain point? Where are the wins? What are the things that work really well? And as you do that and you start to map that out on paper, you will find the thing that works for you. I know a lot of people are quick to share their personal disciplines and their personal routines, and it is what, what, what works for them. It may not be what works for you. So use those as a jumping off point, but never feel pressured that you have to make your life and your routine and your goals and your purpose look like or mirror somebody else's. I guarantee that's how you're going to make your uniqueness show up in the world and give us the very best version of you. Thanks so much for hanging out with me here on the podcast. I love getting to come each week to share these kinds of messages with you that hopefully give you a lot of hope and a lot of encouragement to strike out and do life a little differently. Tackle something that maybe has been elusive or a challenge or something you've kind of shied away from. We want to empower you to just have the best life possible. That's why we call it the Live Revised Podcast, encouraging you just to live a little bit better today than you did yesterday. So feel free to share this episode with a friend. You can simply tell your friends about the Live Revised Podcast, or you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media channels. I would be forever grateful as you doing that helps get the word out about the podcast and all the good stuff that we have for those who listen here. Make sure you check the show notes of this episode for more resources and a way to connect with us on our social media channels, as well as on our website. But for now, have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next time.